that's your relaxed. It's <laughs> it's leaned uh, as far forward as possible. I couldn't get it to work, so I just said, "Fuck it." So you're gonna sit like that the entire time? Yeah, in a if chair you, that's meant to recline. In. This is is about as um, crisscross applesauce because you can't say Indian style now. Bullshit. That my legs get right here. Look at that. Racial comment number two. <laughs> Hey, uh, Jimmy, quick yeah. question. Uh-huh. So we can get this intro popping, as the kids say. <laughs> 100. With underlines. AF. Um, quick question for you. Do people who are missing fingers tend to like The Simpsons and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles more than other people, do you think? What are the stats on that? It's probably... Nine to nine. Nine to nine. So nine out of nine people who are missing yeah. a finger. Yeah. Also nine. <laughs> That's why I did it. <laughs> Jim. Cue it. Jim, you made me laugh. I was trying to aim <laughs> to get you to laugh. So, out of the break of the musical Here we variety, are. Start of the show. You couldn't see what he did off mic, but he put up like a missing digit, so it was like nine. Yeah, the thumb. And what what um triggered me to write that question down for you this week is I was listening to Jamie Josta's podcast, and he happened to drop the uh, fun fact of that he's missing a fucking thumb. And I always forget that he's one of those weird nine-fingered people. <laughs> uh, you ever known anybody missing an appendage? or? Uh... Yeah, there was a guy I worked with uh, at the uh, tree business. and uh, Is that how he lost it? It was, actually. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, he wasn't completely missing it. He had half a finger. Yeah. Um, but still. And, I mean... uh, and then my daddy at that place. So I knew two people. Uh, Your and, daddy? Yeah, he was my Mexican daddy. Okay. Jose Gonzalez. Uh, and that's how you have to legally say his name. Yeah. Um, when he was working in a rice paddy, he lost his pinky finger. In so, America? Yeah. Oh. So Wait, that's a thing? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's funny. He would, Is that he, racist? Yeah. Of me to say that? <laughs> well, I mean, technically. My it, incredulity. It, wait. Incredulity? Is that a word? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, I believe I said that wrong, but I think it is a word. Uh, my incredulity at you saying that there could possibly be rice patties here in America could be interpreted as racist. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sorry, no, that was a big, a big. Uh, I think your brain's not working today. Like no, my, man, like, that's what this brown shit water is for. Yeah. Um, no, it's, it's funny cause he would, uh, he would wear like mechanics gloves. And so the pinky would like, when he was climbing, the pinky would always be like sticking out like this. Oh. I'd be like, <laughs> it's so stupid. Hey, uh, Hey Jose. I'm sorry. Yeah. Jose. Yeah, buddy. 
Why you gotta climb that tree all fancy like sticking your pinky finger out? Oh fuck you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> or wow. or like whenever we would be like on lunch, I'd be like, not fancy, pinky's out. So was this Jose guy a uh, guy of Mexican descent? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you knew a Mexican guy missing half a finger who worked in a rice paddy in America. So he's got like all the bases covered. And he came here illegally. Don't tell the fucking... We can't broadcast that. Well, it doesn't matter. Don't you care about the welfare of your friend? He's legal now. It doesn't matter. Oh, well, shit. I guess he got in under the wire. Yeah. Yeah, fucking... Before Monster Baby decided to go home and quit the government for a little while. As long as he has to. God damn it. Why are we making political commentary every week? That it's not me, it's you. I don't think it is. Um okay. It's so, fucking Thelmo's fault is what it is. It is. Ever since he was on the podcast, <laughs> he's poisoned us. Uh Corrections Department. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Um it hasn't aired yet, which I'm not hundred percent sure why, because it was ready several days ago. But Last episode, we did the uh, A Music in Bacon, a uh, retrospective of our favorite music from 2018. Our Sp- our Spotify list. Oh, yeah. And it was fucking, as listening back and editing that together was just as fun as when we did it. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh, look forward to jamming out again to well, those tracks. The reason that it hasn't gone up yet is the gag order. Um, what well, the, the pod the podcast has been recorded so Tim unfortunately has a lot of editing to do. <laughs> we went to off, what uh, to, to the, your guys' show. Yeah, how does that affect my show? He put a gag order on all Onyx Edge Studios. What? Yes, he never told me that. Well, told me last night, and he said hard dicking if you if you if you uh, if you breach the embargo that's been put in place. I don't understand what that means, but I'm, we're just going to move on. It's going to jerk you off. <laughs> okay, then I definitely will allow him to uh, <laughs> blockade the posting of our podcast. <laughs> that's totally fine with me. It's late anyway. We're talking about shit that happened in 2018. <laughs> including Aquaman. Corrections Department! Sorry. By the way, we're not going to even speak of Aquaman this entire episode. Okay. That's not happening. Okay. I got way too much to talk about <laughs> besides Aquaman. Uh, Corrections Department, before you fucking put a blockade on that. Yeah. The show that I was trying to think of that was a very Power Rangers-like show mm-hmm. who uh, a guy in a movie who, which we will not name, looked very much like. Uh, one of the antagonists of said movie. Mm-hmm. Aquaman? No. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a show called Masked Rider. Never heard of it. Okay, so the reason I brought it up is because he looked like said character. Um, you could drop the name of the character if you remember it off the top of your head. Ocean Master? Is that what his name is? Aquaman's brother? Uh no I no I would no we were talking about the guy with the funny bug looking mask oh black manta black manta that's what it is okay so um the guy on this masked rider show looks like to me um black manta so it absolutely see what I'm saying does. bro yeah. Yeah. so uh you know DC might be ripping off some um. Japanese shows that were then more rebooted likely, as more American than likely shows. the other way around. 
Listen, I'm not here to point fingers. I'm just saying corrections department on us. That's the show I was looking for. <laughs> um, also, more information I found in my phone about the NES Zapper story. <laughs> Follow up to the Zapper story. So they tracked him uh, shortly after that robbery mm-hmm. that we mentioned uh, a couple of episodes ago. Yeah. And uh, he's now in question for 15 other robberies, but it's unknown whether he was actually involved in those or not. Is Mexico the gonna pin it on him? Probably. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, So... Yeah, so that's all the corrections department had for last week or the week before or whatever. Um, any further thoughts on those? Before we move on? Aquaman was awesome. We're not talking about that, <laughs> goddammit. So, uh, this is brand spanking new uh, dream news. Okay. <laughs> That's the theme song for dream news. Uh, I had a dream yesterday, and I'm going to tell you everything about the dream, and I have you guess what super famous A-list actor was took a starring role in my dream okay. yesterday. So in this Sam dream, Elliott. no, Damn. good pre-guess though. Damn, um, he is an A-lister for sure. <clears throat> so in this dream, I walk into a um sort of like a banquet hall. Okay, and there's a band getting ready to play, and everybody's already sat down to dinner. Right? It turns out it's a wedding party. Okay. Um, I apparently didn't make it to the wedding, but here I am for the crashing the fucking reception. Yeah, the reception. That's the word I was looking for from the very start of this. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Long story long to get the word reception. So apparently the only seat left is next to this super famous actor who everyone is afraid to sit by for some reason. Okay. Being myself, I uh, decide, well, I'm going to sit down because I'm going to partake in this fucking wedding party and I'm going to eat some food because that's what everybody's getting ready to do. The band is going to play and then this actor is going to sing lead vocals for the first like verse or something. So I walk in and they're playing Sinatra and this guy who I will name later. I'm going to guess Adam Sandler. Incorrect. Damn. Um, I was thinking wedding singer for some reason. <laughs> so I go and sit next to this actor while he's singing Sinatra. He gets done singing Sinatra. I can't remember what song it was. I don't. I'm not really that familiar with Sinatra. But uh, so he does his thing. Everybody claps for him. He apparently did a really good job, even though I can't tell what song it is. Then I start talking to him about boating. Now, uh, Jimmy, do I know anything about boating? You are the upper elite of this country, so I'm going to go on a limb and say no. Well, I'm going to say that's false, and also you are incorrect. Oh, so you know all about boating. According to my dream, yes, because (laughs) this actor and I get along famously about boating in specific. And then he, uh, by the way, uh, if 
listeners I know can tell I'm a little stuffed up. It sound different this week, that's why. So, sniffles, here we go. Uh so we get along based on boating, which makes no fucking sense whatsoever. And then he starts flipping food at people with a spoon and I'm cracking up and that is pretty much the end of the dream. Uh, I'll give you two more guesses. And let's not make it too long of a thing here. But top of your head, two famous A-list actors. I, for some reason, I've got Leonardo DiCaprio. Incorrect. Okay. Think older than that. Older than that. Jack Nicholson. Correct. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> okay. Yeah, so he would know Sinatra, I guess. Yeah. And it's funny because, like, Leo and Jack are like. They're buddies. They've done movies together. Yeah. 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 Uh, what was that movie that uh, they were mobsters in? Departed? Yes, The Departed. Uh, that was a good flick. Yeah. Yeah, so weird ass dream that happened yesterday. Figured might as well bring it up here. Okay. Well, since we're on the subject of dreams, I'm going to tell you the one that I had real okay. quick. Um, I'm driving my car to Deerberg's. Okay? In the dream. Yes. You didn't fall asleep while you were driving. No. Nope. <laughs> Parked it in the parking lot. Okay. So, like, I, basically the dream starts me pulling into the parking lot yep. of Deerberg's. I go to head inside, and I notice all of a sudden a tornado funnel starting. I've had plenty of tornado dreams in my day. Um, They're fucking crazy. So it's coming down and it starts to tear apart the Sears auto repair that's like connected to the Deerbergs. I don't understand that. Okay. But uh, so I run inside and I'm like, everybody, there's a fucking tornado. Single file to the door. Like, like. I don't think that's uh, where you should go I, 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 in a tornado. I know. It just makes no sense. Um, Debbie comes running up to me and goes. I've got you. Let's go to my secret place. Oh, okay. So apparently, Debbie inside of Deer knows where to hide a uh, a place from uh, for shelter inside a Deerberg's is. Yes, she just happens to be in there. Yes. So so where does she take you? Uh, she takes me to like the back room where there's this like steel enclosure, basically room that's bolted to the floor. Got it. Um. Room bolted to the floor. It says it says on the outside of the door, 21 and older. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, what the fuck am I getting myself Secret into? Secret club. Um, inside of this shed door, door, type enclosure. Door closes. Debbie kicks on the emergency lights because obviously power went out. Um, she's She owns a dispensary. Inside Deerberg's. Yes. That's a secret. It's not like that it's a secret. It's just I didn't know that it was there. Well, it's a, I mean, secret to you. Right. So, um, is she trying to sell you weed inside there? No. Or is she gathering she, other people or is it just you? It's like, as weird as it is, like a bunch of like, like people that I know, but not really. Like, okay. They were all like faceless to me, but it was like, oh, I know that guy. And I you know have that. a feeling of familiarity. Right. Despite um, not being so able to. So she goes and she sits on her throne. Okay. She's okay. the queen of weed of the Deerbergs. Yeah. 
and she's Great. got a slave boy to her left and a slave boy to her right, chained up like Michonne style, like zombies. Right. That, this is all. This is actually starting to come together and start to make sense. Uh so she sits down and she goes, "Open up jar number nine. Going back to number nine. It's weird, but I open <laughs> up the jar, and do you remember? Do you remember that that drink, like orbs or whatever it was?" The drink that had the little floaty things inside of it? Yes. Okay, so she had weed that looked like that and Tide Pods. Okay. Yeah. Lot, lots going on <laughs> in this dream. There's a lot of levels. There, Yeah, yeah. Peeling this blooming onion back. And uh, all of a sudden, there's a knock. Please open up. We take off. And run through, like, a medieval town. So weed apparently is not legal inside the Deerbergs yet. Um, it basically, when I asked her, because we were running, and I had two duffel bags of Tide Pods and little orb drinks. It's like, what? what's the big deal? And she goes, um, uh, technically I'm not open for business until tomorrow. And because I let you in... I'm probably getting in trouble for that. Great. And then that was my dream. What? <laughs> so, I don't know. Both of our dreams, not much resolution or sense being made, but both enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, that brings us to our next segment, which is unwanted gift giving. Oh, God damn it. Here we go. Close your eyes. Yes. Well, it sounds like a maraca. No, it isn't a thing that you have ever heard of before. It's either that or pills. Go ahead and reach in this bag and pull out all three things. Yeah. Yep, that's a maraca or something. Feels like a gourd. Go ahead and pull out. That, that's Yep, that's another one. Hold on. Go ahead and pull out another thing. Yep, yep that's okay. Okay, go, okay, now open your eyes. Uh, describe to the listeners what they are, even they, though they can already hear them. <laughs> uh, yes, they are, as I said before, maracas. Well, fucking, I mean, my backpack made it little noise. <laughs> you called it before you even opened it up. Uh, uh, you already have maracas that I've given you. Yes. Um, These are actually really cool, though. Well, they're they're definitely uh, homemade. Yeah, except for, I don't know if this Crafted. is supposed to be a pair, and this is supposed to be... A separate one? That is correct. Uh, these This is not a threesome of maracas that go together. Although, one is colored very similarly. Or they're all colored sort of the same. They just have different designs on them. And they're sort of, I don't know, they're put together. Look at the vein on this one. I don't really understand what's going on with that pair. Um, but this isn't a pair, though. This that is one is one missing its um, twin, I'm yeah. guessing. And... The story behind this is all three of those were given to me. Um, wow! Bless you, thank you. You're welcome. The- all three of these were given to me by my grandma for Christmas, and I am re-gifting them to you because she's already given me maracas, and I've already given those to you. Hold on. So now you, my, you own five maracas, all given to me by the same grandma. <laughs> Why are you re-gifting me gifts that your grandmother got you? Well, because I have no use for them. 
and it's fun because you're Mexican and I think you'll, you'll appreciate them. It's better to give them a home where they'll be appreciated than, you know, now you have a maraca for every skull that you own. It seems like one, two, three, four. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I, I put some away too. And there's some over there. Maracas? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> well, now you're going to have to put some away because where are you going to put all these fucking maracas? Yeah. I'm still trying to figure out where I'm going to put. I got, I got three fucking sombreros, and not a single one of them are hanging up. Did you already mention the uh, gifts that Tim gave you on your guys' podcast? No. Did he give it to you on the air? Nope, all off air. Do you want to mention it now that we're talking about it? Uh, So, Tim was like, hey, buddy, um, I know you were busy, so here's your Christmas gift. And I'm like, you know that you gave me more Christmas gifts than my own family did. And he's like, it's because I love you, buddy. Tear. <laughs> Roll down my cheek. Uh, Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> so he he goes, okay, I want to give you this first. So the first gift he gave me, he goes, this is for, this is for, uh, this is to remember your 23andMe results. And when I opened it up, it was a Black Panther poster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, second thing that I opened up was a pretty sweet Deadpool book trade. Great. So, uh, at some point, I'll let you borrow that once I finish reading it. I was going to say, have you read that one before? No. Um, third, he got me was a little racist, but still funny. Was It's it's thumb wrestling, but you put little luchador masks on your thumb. Oh, yeah. You showed me those. <laughs> yeah, those are nice. Yeah, um, they, pretty, have, they have capes. Yeah. And a ring. <laughs> and the ring ropes are red, white, and green. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I was wondering where he would have found those. I'm I don't gonna, know. I, I think the, I think it's sweet. Uh, it comes with a rule book and everything. Yeah. Uh, oh, in a championship belt. Damn. Yeah. Uh, and then so the coup de gras of everything. Um, you'll have to translate. Uh, the bee's knees of everything. <laughs> oh, okay. He goes. He was nervous actually about it. He's like, I really hope you like this. And it, there was some heft to it. I'm like, okay, well, I wonder what this is. So I open it up, pull the box out. I, he's got it wrapped in tissue paper and shit. As soon as I pull it away, and I'm staring at it right now, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my entire life. <laughs> it's pretty good. But um, I don't know if it's still, I don't think it is since the website's been reformed, but the Onyx Edge feed for the Bacon and Nays episodes, back in the history... There was an episode entitled Mom Taped Over Roots. Right. And there was a picture of a mom throwing up aces. Yeah. <laughs> which is double peace sign. I want to say it's somewhere in like the 50s. So like it's way long ago. Yeah, way back there with a angsty pink haired teen like in the background that's yeah. out of focus is like upset. Basically like mom took her like cell phone away or some shit yeah and mom's like giving this sassy look like hell yeah that's right bitch um i instantly took danny trejo off my wall (laughs) and hung that up which i think you should put danny trejo back up i mean somewhere he deserves to be would it be right and would it be racist to hang danny trejo next to a sombrero not at all in fact, I would say put him like above your mantle. 
I don't have a mantle though. In your in your fucking bedroom or something, like above in a place of honor. As if he's JC himself. <laughs> oh, Danny Trejo holding a dove. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, especially since uh Nick that was, lady thought it was your relative or something. Nick was dying when I told him the story because Tim was like, You gotta tell me the story of this. And I'm, he's like, why do you, like, he's like, it's awesome that you have Danny Trejo hanging up, but why? And then, of course, the punchline being the lady, the lady like, oh, I can see this resemblance. Yeah. And there's no <laughs> fucking resemblance was great. Very good. You can go back and listen to the Trejo trick episode if you want to get the backstory on that, the full backstory. Talking to the listeners, of course. Of course. Hey, uh, Jimmy. I'm not sure if we ever talked about this, so I'm just going to bring it up again. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about Batman's dick? Uh, we, I don't believe we did. I thought maybe we might have, but um, I just have a quick thing on Batman's dick in case anybody ever missed this story. It happened a few months ago. but So, DC has an adult-only kind of uh, series of comics, mm-hmm. right? Uh, they're entitled the Black Label series, and for the Batman series of Black Label comics, it's called, or at least this series was, Batman Damned. Okay. And for the first issue, they uh, caused a bit of a fucking kerfuffle, I would say, in the comic book world. (laughs) So stupid. Uh... So, basically, in this comic, you see the shadow outline of Batman's penis. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm sure that you saw the drawing itself, right? I saw it. What did you think of it? Made me feel like a man. It was pretty sizable. I mean, I put the actual image up next to mine, so it made me feel better about myself. Well, I, that it's not actual size. The drawing is not. No, it's too scale. <laughs> it's too scale. Damn it, it isn't. Yes, it is. That's just what you got to tell yourself. Yeah. Um. So what? What I thought was funny when I looked up a story about this is that they said technically his dick is not canon. <laughs> yeah. Because it's part of this adult series, so. It's not part of the actual Batman, official mm-hmm. Batman comics. Yeah. So, therefore, it, his dick is not canon. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any opinion, yay or nay, on that? No, but I... Th- well, I think it's hilarious that... Um, I think that those, it'll have a little niche market, but those comics were censored in later printings. Well, yes, they... it. They were, uh, okay, so the first printing they put out that's that was a physical copy, mm-hmm. those had it, and then the digital had it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they didn't pull those copies off shelves, though. What nope. they did is in f- any further printings that they did, they left it out, mm-hmm. and then in all digital markets, you can't find it anymore. Right. But great thing about the internet is everything lives on forever. Yep. So all you got to do is Google <laughs> Batman's penis and there it is. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking awesome. 
Are there any other superheroes' penises that you would like to see or see shadows of at any point? Uh, Hulk? You want to see Hulk's penis? Yeah. What? Okay, do you mean Bruce Banner or do you mean the Hulk? The Hulk. So after shape-shifting change into yes. giant, you want to see that giant dong? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't disagree. It's got to look weird as fuck, though. You think well? You think the hair also increases? <laughs> so it's ropes and stuff. Well, because his, <laughs> his hair gets all kind of fucked up, right? When he grows into a giant being, it doesn't look the same as Bruce Banner's hair. It sort of becomes like grungy. So you're saying that Hulk is unkempt down there? Like he's just when he's big, when he's a giant Hulk, yeah, yeah. Bruce Banner is the doctor, so you got to think he keeps, you know pretty close eye on his stuff i don't know I don't he know tends why. his garden i don't know will. why but i feel like a lot of doctors are just like 70s nun bush i man I'm, yeah maybe they know something we don't know yeah <laughs> or you don't know because i actually don't take care of mine that often i don't see a purpose Ugh. <laughs> i'm just kidding man i trim up poor Lindsay. Lindsay's fine Hey, uh, let's move on to the being sick segment of the show. Thanks for bringing that in my house, asshole. It's just a head cold. It's not. You think I fucking want that bullshit? Uh, Is that the theme song for this? Yes. You getting defensive about me being sick? Yeah. So the the main thing that I want to mention about being sick, two things actually. First one is that I had... Farts like you wouldn't believe from the NyQuil, DayQuil diet. Um, really? Oh, yeah. Like hot farts. Hot, smelly farts. F- I want to get on my phone and look up NyQuil farts and see if that's Look it thing. up. Or don't look it up if it's going to be... <laughs> uh, so, yes, I... Unfortunately, that's one thing that I pitied Lindsay for um, this past week is elite well really it was only for like three days okay but i had the fucking worst farts in the world and it wasn't what i was eating either it definitely was exactly from the medicine there's no doubt in my mind because as soon as i got off of the medicine that's when the fart stopped aside from your normal you know food intake farts which of course is still going to be a thing but those so, are normal parts. Um, so I'm just I'm just gonna read a little snippet here. I asked her what happened, and she said some kid farted, um, reaching reaching from the medicine cabinet and drank half a bottle of Nyquil, and caused him to fart really bad. Yeah, I mean, it, I it, like it coats the inside of your stomach. So if it didn't have something to do with my farts, I'd be really surprised. You know what I'm saying? I think anything you put in your body coats the inside of your stomach. So No, 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 no. Specifically, NyQuil has a liquid form, and that liquid travels around the outside of your stomach. You think your stomach is that big? It's it's all this. <laughs> uh, no, I was just making a motion I, I, no, so you could see what I was talking about, the liquid going around in circles. Right. Yeah, that's what it does. 
It's like when it's like in the commercials where they show the arrows. <laughs> it goes bloop, 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 down, and then bloop, 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 circles, and then <laughs> out the back. They don't show that part. That's what I'm telling you about now. That's the secret um, life of NyQuil coming out your butt. Uh, which brings me to conspiracies and shit. Conspiracies and shit and stuff like that. This is part two of the uh, being do. sick. <laughs> part duh. <laughs> Here we go. Um, this has to do with Hall's cough drops, which I have been gobbling down like a fucking madman. Uh, basically, my breath most of the time has been smelling like Newport methylatums. Mm. <laughs> Yelling, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, on the wrappers of these cough drops, there are, quote-unquote, inspirational statements like, keep your chin up, mm-hmm. turn can-do into can-did, which, I don't, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. Uh, you got it in you, but uh, does do are any of these inspirational? No. Nah. Um, but one struck me as suspicious. Jesus, are you getting the cold already? This one struck me as suspicious. Uh, quote unquote, march forward. So I saw this specific one, and I think that. This is definitely grounds for a conspiracy. Okay, and what's a conspiracy? The government's using these cough drops to send messages to uh, to trigger insurgent spies within our country undercover, and it's going to trigger them, and then they're going to ruin our fucking beautiful country, signified by that flag on your... There's a lot of triggering going on in that. That's what I'm saying, man. I'm triggered right now. I'm pissed. Um, Agree or disagree? Well, this show has a very long, 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 long history of... Storied history. Yeah. Of the conspiracies. I'm going to have to agree. I mean, I don't see how you could disagree with this. None of... It's certainly plausible. Oh, totally. Oh, you get some sun in your face, are you? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I knew that that position was going to get uncomfortable after a while. You're going to... I was just like, I had a crick in my neck, and I'm looking at you like this the whole time, so... This is much more comfortable. crick in your neck? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I had another conspiracy, and it had something to do with aliens. <laughs> I thought about it last night. It came to me as if in a dream. Okay. But it's about aliens. But I can't remember what it was, and now it's going to fucking bother me. You know why, right? Conspiracy? <laughs> no, the Hall's, the Hall's cough drops that you're taking are suppressing the comp- the conspiracy theories it's it's all part of this is fucking bullshit jimmy it's all part of the government i just got done chewing on one yeah. before i got here i had to stop and now my memory of whatever the conspiracy mm-hmm. was about aliens because they're trying to silence you fucking the terrorists are winning 
I, well, of oh, the government. I was going to say. Wait. New conspiracy? <laughs> End of conspiracy segment. That's enough conspiracies for one day. Uh, let's go to. Ooh, here's a story that I found yesterday. Slayer saves a kitty cat. You ready for this? Last night, well, I don't know exactly when this is from, last week or something. Last night, Carrie King and some of his crew went to dinner at Carrie's favorite steakhouse in Indiana, uh, St. Elmo's Steakhouse. Afterwards, the assistant to her manager saw a homeless man on the street who offered up this little kitten for a dollar. Okay, so this fucking asshole <laughs> just comes up to them and is like, Hey, I'll sell you this little cute kitty for a dollar. By the way, this cat is fucking diseased. Nobody would want this cat, right? Except... Slayer, motherfuckers. Okay, so this kitten apparently was freezing, so the tour manager took it in, slept with it in her bunk. She now has a disease of some kind. Uh, went to the venue with the cat hanging out today, and uh, one of the runners knew someone who wanted a kitten so the little guy now has a new home where he or she uh is currently spreading crazy viral infections to everyone in the house that's all i got on that one feline aids wow i mean are you just trying to be offensive (laughs) i mean yes (laughs) they all got it hey uh do you know what Supposed national holiday is on January 4th. You would take a guess? Is this one of those, like, National Burrito Day? Like, one of those holidays? Is it one of those things? Uh, Sort of. Okay. It's not a food, but... Oh. um, I gotta go to my saved Facebook stories. Here we go. January 4th was National Roast Day. What? Roast Day. Day. And that means uh, that, you know, you roast everybody on Twitter or Facebook gets to roast each other for fun, right? Well, isn't that every day? I mean, kind of, yeah. Oh. <laughs> but this specific day, um, the Twitter account of Wendy's decided they were going to take the roasting into their own hands. Ah, uh, good old Wendy's. Wendy's Twitter account, by the way, is a fucking fantastic follow. They yeah. always have... Funny shit just randomly popping up on their stuff. So mm-hmm. anyway, um, Wendy's tweeted out. Um, they basically challenged whoever wanted to message them and be roasted. Let Wendy's roast you, right? What's awesome is that a bunch of our favorite bands and bands that we don't like were messaging Wendy's. <laughs> And Wendy's was surprisingly spot on with her roasts. Okay. So I'm going to go through and read you some of Wendy's roasts, and you're going to fucking love these. Um, here we go. Matt D is the bass player of CKY. <laughs> um, <laughs> she responded, um, we were trying to listen to some of your music, but couldn't find our Zoom. <laughs> Hashtag Tim. Um, let's see. Attila's uh, Chris oh, Bronzak. God, I fucking hate Attila. <laughs> Me too. Have, um, you, have you heard their new song about pizza? 
No. Okay. I don't care about Attila. Dude. Uh. Knock off. Frankie Palmieri has jokes. I don't know. Oh, my God. Fucking that's awesome. I read that wrong, by the way. Um, they also replied, your nuggets are faker than a Kardashian butt, which isn't very original. <laughs> uh, Guar messaged Wendy's and said, do your worst if you got the guts. Wendy's replied, honestly, afraid of starting an intergalactic war and not sure what's considered an insult on your planet. <laughs> that's actually really good. Yeah. Um, Wendy's uh, replied to the Browning and said, "Oh uh, shit, haven't had a track worth listening to since the rapper quit." <laughs> uh, Hopeless Records asked them to roast uh, them. Asked Wendy's to roast them, and uh, she said, "Literally, don't have enough eyeliner for this right now." <laughs> and uh, let's see, you want some more? Yes. Uh, Atreyu asked to be roasted, and oh. Wendy's replied, Honestly impressed on how long the X's and O's wave is taking you. <laughs> Winky face. Uh, let's see. Hawthorne Heights. Ugh. Uh, Ohio is for hamburger lovers? Question mark. Um, and then Wendy's replied with uh, musical notes, At our drive through window with a faux faux faux. Do you know the band Chelsea Grin? Yes, I do. Um, why do Ashes to Ashes take three years? It can't be that hard to write a bunch of breakdowns and scream over it. <laughs> <laughs> Victory Records said, we need you to roast us. Uh, roast us. Wendy's replied, and we need somebody to pick up this leftover stack of samplers from the early 2000s. <laughs> it's like emo AOL minutes. <laughs> Do you know the badass new, like, kind of hardcore band, uh, Knocked Loose? Yeah, they're awesome. They are awesome. Uh, <laughs> Knocked Loose wrote, let's go. Wendy said, is that what you told your dog when you were in the studio recording County Worms? <laughs> great, great stuff. Uh, let's see here. Oh, okay, so Miss May, I had an exchange with them. Okay. Uh, Miss May, I said, do your worst. We've been eating Wendy's at Pilot Travel Centers for 10 years waiting for this moment. Uh, can't wait to do the Wall of Death and the Circle Pit and hear you tell us this is the best town of the tour so far while you run support for Hatebreed. Miss <laughs> <laughs> May, I responded, yeah. Tough talk coming from only the third largest burger franchise in the world. Yikes. Um... Wendy's did not take the time to even reply to that. So I think they were hoping for more of a... Yeah. They were fishing for yeah. uh, more stuff, obviously. That was pretty good, though, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, so... If a middle-aged festival was super legit, what country do you think it would be in? What do you mean? Like... Okay, so, you know... Uh, I guess like Game of Thrones and all those shows have like started all these festivals being really popular, like where people go and cosplay as knights and gotcha. Okay, that kind of stuff. 
If one of those was super legit, what country do you think it would be in? Hmm, I'm going to say Portugal. I'm sorry, it is Russia. Okay. Uh, I was close. Um, so, at a Russian Middle Ages festival, there was a drone, and it was flying over the festival. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and something happened to this drone, and I'm just going to show you the video. Um, I have to large size it. I'm not sure how long this video is, but you see the drone, right? It's flying over. D describe what you're seeing. It's four minutes of aerial oh, shots. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe... I saw what happened at the very beginning. It definitely got shot out of the sky. Oh, yeah. Okay, so somebody threw a spear at it. <laughs> Hence the legitness of this festival. A guy fucking threw a spear at a drone and knocked it out of the air. I also, uh, full disclosure, when you said if there was going to be a middle-aged festival. Like, middle-aged. Oh, you thought middle-aged people? Yes. <laughs> well, it is. I mean. I, I was like, uh, Gary, Indiana? I don't, like, I don't know. Well, I said country. I mean, that's that would be America, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that's, that's just like, as soon as you said middle-aged festival, I just looked up, I was like, mom taped over roots. Would, uh, would you ever consider going to one of these festivals with me? Um, I've had this conversation at work and yes and no. With who? Uh, legit, like guys at my work. Bowser? Go, like go, go to the, no, he does not, but there's guys that go to these festivals, dress up. Um, so they wanted you to actually like go and dress up. No, that, they didn't. No, they didn't want me to. They were just like, like it came up and it was like I don't know. Oh, it came up because, uh, uh, like my boss and another boss of another store, someone else we know, uh, are steampunkers. And, oh, okay. And so like that kind of goes in line with yeah. yeah. Um, so one thing led to another, and all of a sudden, Brian is showing people his uh, Renaissance photos. And it's like, damn, he fit real good into that corset. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what they call them, isn't it? Renaissance festivals? Yeah. I mean, it's a Ren Fair. Let's just be for real. Ren Fair. With an E on the end. Yeah. Which is weird. Because, uh, and the, the reason I say yes is because uh, who doesn't want to eat, quote unquote, turkey legs yeah, no. <laughs> and fucking drink mead that sounds like a fucking good time anyone that's ever been to six flags knows turkey legs are not turkey legs no it's ham <laughs> <laughs> made into the shape of a turkey yeah. leg which is fucking also really weird yeah uh no i would consider go i've never been to one of those i would i would actually probably really enjoy it uh i know tim and his wife have gone to some. Uh, Kyle Hawker. Yeah. Uh, they went, and he ended up getting like have ha having a custom made kilt that he got like months later because the guy would basically size you. Yeah. And then make it. Sounds about right. So like, yeah. <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, I can't wait for the next one where I can rock my kilt yeah. and drink mead. I'm like, that just sounds like a good time. Actually. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would definitely get like a handcrafted. Um, 
mug. Of yeah, some like kind. a horned mug. Yeah, yeah. Or like a Viking horn. So they, they look like a Viking horn. And they drink out of that. One time at one of the Thor, one of the Thor hammer shows, a guy brought a fucking Viking horn. It was drinking out of it. Sweet. Yeah, uh, it was sweet until he like slobbered and drooled all over it, and then tried to get me to drink out of it. I'm like, you know, I think I'm gonna pass. <laughs> Because I'm not a germaphobe, but I don't like drinking after people. I think that's definitely how you get sick. <laughs> no, no, no comment on that. No, All right, no. Would you throw a spear at a drone? No, I would fucking flail it. Flail it, yeah. With like, like a flail. I'm trying to think of what a flail is. It's it's like a nunchuck, but instead of another piece of wood. It's a fucking metal ball. On oh, the end okay. Of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be sweet. Yeah. If you could nail it, that'd be sweet. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, I'd nail it. <laughs> I'll fuck it. And, and once it hits the ground, I'll fuck it. I'll find where the little camera is and I'll just fuck the shit Speaking out of it. Speaking of fucking the shit out of it, let's go to the strip club news. Oh, what? Oh, what? Oh, what? Now coming on stage, <laughs> Candy. Uh,. This strip club news features a tremendous amount of blood. That's a quote. Um, police are searching for a suspect after three people were shot outside of a Metro East strip club. Of course, it's in the Metro East. Uh, in the early morning hours of Thursday, this is from a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. Channel 4 reports the incident occurred around 4.30 a.m. What other time would people be coming out of a strip club? Uh, outside of the Bottoms Up Strip Club, ever heard Never, of it? No. Never it's heard in of Brooklyn, one. Illinois. Um, police say two women and one man were injured in the shooting. One woman struck in the shoulder, another in her leg. The man was also shot in the leg. His injury appeared the most serious. The man lost a, quote-unquote, tremendous amount of blood. Oh! Um... Bottoms Up was the site of another shooting, <laughs> this one deadly, back in t- December 2015. Jesus. 26-year-old Tony Hampton uh, received a 75-year sentence for first-degree murder, killing 29-year-old Salahuddin Malik Robbins execution style in the club's parking lot. Holy fuck. Um, would we say this was racist? Uh, what do you mean? I don't know. It's just my new segment. Is it racist? I don't think so at all. I think they're just stating the names of the people involved in the story. I think the government is always trying to force race down our throat using the media. So so you're accusing Riverfront Times yes. of having government spies yes. that are perpetrating stories upon us yes. for uh, what reason? Race war. For a race war. <laughs> I think, I mean, I know we like conspiracies on this, but I don't really want to go the path of Charles Manson on this one. Look, all I'm saying is, is there's some good people on both sides, Charles Manson included. Uh, I'm going to disagree. <laughs> uh, continuing <laughs> into boning news. Oh. Where do you think the weirdest places to bone would be? Uh, in your bed missionary style. 
No, that's a pretty well. I wouldn't say missionary is really normal anymore. Um, so you're half right. So we're getting into the life. You're a bottom, aren't you? Boy, I don't understand what you're even talking about now. <laughs> you make Lindsay climb on top. No. Yeah. Uh, to finish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh, good thing she doesn't listen to this. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, we just hold hands. No, what I was going for uh, was for weirdest, you to guess weird I, places like in I, the world. I was going to say like porta potty, like a um, Johnny on the spot. That would be a fucking weird thing to fuck. Think landmarks. Oh, landmarks. Washington Monument would be a weird one to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Can you go up inside Washington Monument? Is that a, uh, no, is that... I think it's actually closed to the public. I could be wrong. Hmm. Um, right outside 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. <laughs> You know people have boned in front of the White House. Oh, yeah, for a sure. A lot. For sure. And most of them, like, probably quickly, you know, shoot away, but it happens. I would think in, like, the 60s and 70s, people were fucking everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyway, this story is about a couple who, uh, apparently, a photo has emerged of them boning on top of one of the pyramids. And I'll just show you the photo real quick. Uh, it won't turn sideways, so you're going to have to look at it small. But there is the photo. Um, huh. Because of this photo, a international investigation has been started. Oh, Jesus. To try to track down this couple. Um, and this photo came from a Danish photographer named Andreas Hvid. So, uh, the Egyptian government is none too pleased about this. Uh, would you have sex outside on top of the pyramids if you thought you could get away with it? Absolutely. Me too, because it looks pretty badass. I mean, the, the thing about the pyramids is... All the photos that you see of the pyramids yeah. are from taken one from side. one direction yeah. because from the other direction, it's like a giant fucking sprawling city and they're right next to the pyramids, which yeah. is fucked up because like for the longest time, you're led to believe like it's out in the desert and it looks all nice, you know, it looks all majestic and then fucking right next to it is like a cesspool of a city. Well, <laughs> it doesn't surprise me now that I'm. Uh, That's marketing for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tourist trap. Well, it was at one point. Now you couldn't fucking pay me to go over there. Yeah, no, it's pretty dangerous from what I understand for Americans to go to Egypt. So uh, I don't think. Thanks, Obama. You think that's his fault? Everything's his fault. Come on. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Come on. Uh, I'm pretty sure I just found out what my fucking conspiracy was about aliens, and here we go. The hulls are wearing off. (laughs) I feel clear-headed, not clear (laughs) sinus-wise. No. But here we go. The cloudiness. This is paired with dummy news. With what? Dummy. (laughs) Dummy news. Oh, okay. 
As in, this guy was a fucking dummy. Gotcha. Or was it a conspiracy? <laughs> we'll find out today. Does John Allen Chow ring a bell? You ever, you ever, you'll know what the story is once I get into it. John Allen Chow is an American missionary, Christian missionary. Uh, oh, okay. And he yeah. decided he wanted to go to a uh, an island called the yeah. Sentinel Island. Fucking dumb. Dummy! Now, uh, this island is inhabited by the Sentinelese, who are natives and of this island, and they have no contact with the outside world. They're one of, if not maybe the only tribe. There's only like six, I believe. Left yeah, that there's are some other ones that in are other protected. countries. Yeah, but. like this is a this is a no go island. The government right. is like, we will, we will chop your dick off if you yeah. go to this place. So leave these people alone. What John Allen Chow does is he paid some, um, some fishermen. boat, yeah, some fishermen, some some boat pilots. Around the area captains. to uh, captains uh, to uh, <laughs> my brain is fried today uh, to lead him to this island. They yeah. would not get very close. They just led him, you know, Look, I'm all, I'm in the all general for- area. And then they turned around because they're smart. I'm all for. I'm all for if you want to do mission work and that's fine. And maybe you get some converts. Maybe you don't. Whatever. I am going on the record and saying. This is a dumb idea. I'm going to say um, that I'm not for spreading Christianity to everybody because Christianity doesn't need to be to everybody, first of all. Second of all... That's your opinion. It is, and I'm fucking airing it right now. Second part of that is that um, people die because other people convince them that this is a good idea. This other, was not all him. People die because other people convince them that not vaccinating their kids is the right thing to do. What? We're not talking about vaccinating hey. kids. We're talking about missionary work in hey. specific. I'm just saying, doesn't need to be a thing. Can be a thing, but when we're talking about extreme cases like this go into a fucking island where nobody's allowed why the Awful fuck idea yeah well see and i don't think necessarily that anyone told him hey you should go to this island specifically i think he convinced himself it was a good idea yeah thanks youtube exactly they're like huh sentinelese they don't have christianity i know what i'll do <laughs> i'm the smartest man in the world uh, and then, you know, this makes me question, why didn't anyone stop this guy? Uh, then I dug further and I realized this is a fucking conspiracy. Okay. I got the NyQuil farts over here. <laughs> why is this a conspiracy? Yes. Why would they leave this tribe there alone on this island? What do you think they're hiding on this island? I can see where your brain's going. I'm going to say a flying saucer. Yeah, fucking aliens. <laughs> yeah. They're hide- this is where they relocated Area 51 after people found out about Area 51. Made it a big deal. Area 52 is on the island with these fucking Sentinelese, if that's their real name. Yeah. 
No. Aliens, bro. Area 52. So, really what you're saying is is that, like, they basically say they're old school, spear chucking, bow and arrow having. Aliens. Net and and fish living people, but. Aliens. That's all a cover. Oh, oh, totally. The, this entire thing, this fucking guy supposedly getting killed with arrows. No, they just took him up. What happens is they're telling people, look, this is why you don't go to the island because these people will kill you. Yeah. It's all a fucking massive cover. But what happened with John Al Chow is that, bro, he's still alive. And you know what? What happens is when people get close enough to this island, Uh they can't let them go back to civilization because they saw too much. No. So they take them in and make them look like these Sentinelese when really they're brainwashed in uh, their government agents who regress to the time of tribes people with the use of like the men in black pointy thingies. And uh, fucking, you know, they're the guards of Area 52. We'll never see it. They don't. It's restricted airspace for a reason. So what you're saying is that when the the reason that the government came out and officially acknowledged Area 51's existence is because they had officially moved Area 51 to now Area 52. Area 52. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows how long before the cover is blown on Area 52 and then they have to move it again. That's why there's six other places, six other tribes. They're just laying in wait, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why do you think Antarctica is mostly uninhabited? I mean... You ever think about that? My first instinct was bears. Yeah, well, I mean, this is another thing that I have... uh, I'm going to bring this up on another podcast later, but I'm pretty sure the Flat Earthers are on to something. I think I've come around to that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We got to move on. I have other shit. But aren't you glad that fucking halls wore off? Because we just fucking broke some new ground on this podcast. Area 52, motherfuckers. I, 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 think, I think I'm going to officially have to go get a new tattoo. Yeah, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to air this, but I'm, <laughs> I'm going to try. God willing. Uh, got a timer we looking at here? Yeah. Uh, what are we looking at? We're over an hour, but we're going to keep going because I feel like we're on a roll. Florida news. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. I don't think you are. Silver Spring State Park is home to the descendants of several escaped monkeys from uh, local theme parks. Okay. Um, I at guess, least 300. I guess when natural disasters hit. They can't round them all up, and then they're just like, ah. Eh. Actually, here's what happened, because okay. I got I got the whole backstory on this. Um, so these monkeys are breeding at an insane rate, right? Um, this is very bad. Um, because they have very rare diseases, and I'm going to give you one guess as to what disease that humans could also get. AIDS. Ah, uh, close. Herpes. <laughs> <laughs> it 
This is a rare form of herpes that can't really be passed to humans very often, but when it does, it is super deadly. Um, so how did this happen? How did these fucking monkeys get into Florida in the first place? They're not native to Florida. They must have gotten there somehow. How do you think they got there? Stupid fucking humans. I, first off, I just have to say that your how did these monkeys get to Florida sounded <laughs> extremely racist. <laughs> well, it, it's not meant to be taken that way. I know. 1938, year of our Lord. Uh, I, I was actually going to say circus. <laughs> was I wrong? Close. Okay. Uh, 1938, a tour boat operator Okay. Uh, named Colonel Tui. Fresh and fruity? Yes. He let six monkeys go onto the island. It's an island just off the coast of Florida. He planned a Tarzan-themed park in 1938. That would make sense, right? Yes. Uh, He didn't know that these monkeys could swim. So, what happened after he let these monkeys go onto the island? They all fucking escaped. Six more were also brought in. To remedy the situation of the first six escaping, they also fucking escaped. Here's my question, though. If it's supposed to be Tarzan-themed, correct? Yes. Does that mean that they're going to have a guy, like, swinging through the trees all nimbly-bimbly? I'm going to guess that they're going to have monkeys around, and, the and mon- then they'll have an actor come in dressed like Tarzan, and he'll just... But if they're not in cages and they're free on this island... They're going to freak the fuck out that some guy, some white guy named Hector, is there dressed up as fucking Tarzan. Yeah, well, lucky for us, it never even got that far. Well, unlucky for us, it never got that far because they got off the damn island. And now they're in Florida, America's droopy dong, and uh, now they have droopy dongs because they all have herpes. Well, herpes doesn't give you droopy dongs. I I was making a joke, goddammit. Not a good one, but... Fail. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How do we remedy this situation? Harambe. Well, the National Geographic story that I read basically said that nobody wants to be wants to take the blame for this or to even try and remedy it because it's too complicated. It takes government regulations meeting up with animal regulations and those two never really meet on anything because it takes money and nobody wants to pay for wild animals for anything. You know what I mean? Most wild animal stuff usually comes from donations. Yeah. Um, And I don't think anybody's like jumping at the chance to to donate of the cause of herpes infested monkeys. (laughs) God, it sounds so bad. It does. Oh, my nose is like completely fucking stuffed up. So does that mean? So does that mean you're going to have to take another one of those uh, government regulated? I refuse. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they will not quiet me any longer. Yeah. Well, you know what's going to happen the second you leave here. What's that? You're just going to fucking start pounding them. I'm going to have one <laughs> pounding the shit out of them. Uh, two more things, and we're gonna wrap it up. Mm-hmm. I told you I was going to bring this up. I made sure you saw the video already. Yeah, you should have brought this up after blood news, because... 
Blood news? I don't know if we did blood news. Well, there was uh, the shootings in in East St. Louis. Oh, yeah, that was true so, club news. So, speaking of blood. So, uh, this came up and also caused another kerfuffle throughout the internet. I don't understand why. Well, here we'll get into it. Female uh, professional wrestler on the independent scene. Her name is Priscilla Kelly. Mm-hmm. She's approximately 21 years old. Um, she went viral this weekend after a video of her was posted online. It showcased her using, quote unquote, using yeah. her tampon as a weapon during the match by rubbing it into the face of her opponent. See, I was I was under the assumption she basically put it in her mouth. Okay. Um, I couldn't really see clearly in the video, so maybe she did. But regardless, it was fake. She didn't actually put a bloody tampon in her right. mouth. I'm almost disabled here right now. <laughs> uh, Twitter went kind of nuts about it. She defended it, saying you can't take life so fucking seriously, which, uh, fair point. Yep. Like, I, I you know, it was... What it ended up being is an argument about comedy and wrestling, about wrestling uh, old school versus new school. Mm -hmm. Like, what is too far in entertainment, basically? Uh, And what everybody was doing, basically, was bullying her about it and calling her a piece of shit and saying, you don't know what wrestling is. And it's, it's... Basically, wrestling fanboys get up on their high horse about what constitutes wrestling and what what real wrestling this is, is. This is going to be this is going to be a huge thing moving forward, especially with the deal with Fox that WWE has in place, right? Um, because they've since gone on to squash all like crazy storylines that were going on. Because Fox is like, look, if you want rest, like if we're paying for wrestling. We want legit, non-gimmicky bullshit. Like, we want legit wrestling. Well, that had been going on before the Fox deal, though. No, like, I, they had definitely curtailed... The, WWE has curtailed their stuff to right. to all audiences. Right. Well, so, and not to mention, uh, as far as highest grocers last year, WWE was number three. Yeah, well, that's mostly because they signed that billion dollar deal with fox or whatever Mm -hmm. so that will be we'll see what's going to happen with that pretty soon actually but um yeah i i i think that um listen the indies versus there's a mentality of the indies versus sports entertainment yeah wrestling versus sports entertainment yeah um and I think it's like you're, politics. Abs- you're you absolutely have- right where people get on their fucking high horse about. I know what's better for for the indie scene than you do, even though she's clearly the one that's performing in the indie scene. So, yeah, I mean, um, it's uh, it's up to the artist to determine what they think is best for their what they're going to portray as entertainment. It's not up to the people watching it. So no matter what they like or dislike, it's not going to determine 
what is right. going to be put in front of their eyes. So it's up to the artists themselves to decide what they're going to do. Is this any more ridiculous than one of Joey Ryan's signature moves? Well, yeah, see, people were making the Joey Ryan comparison. Um, I don't think that they're equal. I think that they're both comedic in nature. Uh, I certainly think one is grosser than the other one. Is this just a patriarchy thing? <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think because she's a female that it makes it worse or better. I just think that... Uh, they're they both are doing it their moves in the same kind of spirit. Um also is this a like move that she does regularly? I don't know. I don't think so. Or else it would have probably already been online before. Yeah. Um What's funny is I saw some wrestlers who are from the old school sort yeah. of mentality and like famous wrestlers. Jim Crockett. Yeah, being like you know, this is disgusting and absolutely atrocious. And then when people came to her defense against those guys, I saw them definitely, like, rain it back into, like, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. It's like, yeah, motherfucker, you didn't realize that you don't determine what is good entertainment or what where the line is. You are not the one who sets the line. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. People that came up with wrestling – a hundred years ago aren't the ones who set the line. There is no fucking line anymore. It moves all the time. It moves across every fucking piece of entertainment that you can imagine. It is. It has moved back and forth depending on what the audience demands. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a contingent of fans who think this is fucking hilarious. I'm among them. Now, um... And is that going to be the kind of wrestling that I'm always going to want to see? No, because I like a bunch of different fucking kinds of wrestling. Yep. I spent six hours watching and rewatching Japanese wrestling this weekend. Wrestle Kingdom, the best fucking Japanese wrestling show of the year. Is that what I'm always going to want to watch? No. There's different fucking slices of pizza for everybody. There's enough room for all of us. In the wrestling world. You know what I'm saying? And that includes females who pull shit out of their panties and push it into other people's panties. Mae Young gave birth to a hand, bro. Yeah. People in the Attitude Era, not that different. No. People just before the Attitude Era, not that different because they were just doing it behind closed doors. They were doing weird shit back then. Everybody's on steroids. Everybody's on coke. You know what I'm saying? Hazing people by pooping in their fucking gym bags. Yeah. I mean. Get the uh, fuck out of here. Nobody is above anybody else in this fucking crazy world. So that's the soapbox we're going out on today, I think. Uh, that brings us to our ham and eggies. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy, what do you see here? Paper. Two pieces of paper. Yes. Uh, do you see my list of ham and eggies anywhere? No. <laughs> That's because I don't have them. So we can't whittle them down this week. No, we can't because I fucked up. Um, I will say uh, for this week and this week only, uh, we are officially squashing the name Ham and Eggies. Why? We will go back to Ham and Eggers. Why? Uh, Rest in peace, Mean Gene. 
Oh shit! Yeah, uh, that I meant to bring him. He up, is dude. an honorary. Um, he's not an honorary Ham and Hager. No, he's our like, champion of yeah, the week. Exactly. We're doing so, champions of the week. Yeah, um, and there's a couple of them actually. I just yeah, I just want to throw that out there. Um, uh, I never realized I this whole week I've been going back and what like watching because since John. Uh, has started full time at my work. Uh, hit, the wrestling talk has gone through the like roof. Yeah, totally. And it's crazy. Like it got me to go back and start like rewatching old spots and yeah. old promos and stuff. And this was before mean like the news came out that Mean Gene passed. Yeah, I didn't realize how much. Oh, he's such an integral part. Yes, man. he's like key element uh-huh. of some of the and, best parts of wrestling yeah, ever. Yeah, and. While some of the craziest shit was going on around him, like while the talent was just going off script and doing their thing, he kept it. Like yeah. he was the one that kept kayfabe right there. Like, oh, totally. It was he was oh, he, amazing. He's and, the greatest uh, interviewer and not promo guy. Interviewer. Yes. You know, this is before promos were even a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he had no script yeah. ever. He just knew that there he was going to be doing interviews, and even on the biggest shows of the year, WrestleManias, he would go in no script. Yeah, and they the production guy Bruce Pritchard, who has his own podcast, so that's amazing. Would uh, he would tell him that Vince would tell Bruce that you know he would have to go to G, he would have to go to everybody on the show and go down production meeting, yeah. he'd go down every element of the show. He would go to Gene, and Gene would say, "Ah, what? Stop! Stop!" I'm doing interviews, right? Bruce is like, yeah, yeah, you're doing interviews. And he would try to keep going. And Gene would be like, I know what I'm doing. I'll see you later. <laughs> and then he'd fucking walk out the door and not even give him a chance to go Hell down. Hell yeah. Uh, he was just that good, though. He was a fucking genius at what he did. He was, I mean, I don't remember ever seeing anything of him fucking up. And, and they pre-taped them, so even if he did fuck up, they would just redo it, and he would get it second take or whatever. Yeah. But my earliest memories of Gene are watching him on VHS, uh, renting them from the video store. Yeah. You know, every week we would get a new one, and Gene was always fucking on them. He was always yep. great on them. Uh, and, you know, he's kind of like the wrestling dad. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially since I watched him so much when I was a kid, I really feel like he's wrestling dad. And I think across the board of like wrestling fans from our era, mm-hmm. they see him in that way. You yep. know what I mean? Um, and he always sort of looked like he was like forty something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like you uh-huh. never saw anything of Fuck. him young. Uh, he always had the bald head, the mustache. John was like, John was like, hey, uh, he goes, watch this clip from Raw. I guess it was when Hogan came out to uh, do his little thing for me and Gene. Yeah. Uh, the picture that they shoot that they showed of him, I was like, even in the old promos from the seventies, he looks exactly like that. Yeah. Um. So and then and then uh, I follow NWA on uh, on Instagram and they they posted a picture which I'm pretty sure is the exact same picture that WWE posted as well. Um. And he, like you said, timeless. He never really changed much. No, I mean he had a he knew what his his gimmick was working, 
and uh, he was just fucking great at what he did. Yep. So, rip, rip. rest in peace. Rip, rip. <laughs> rip, rip. Uh, do we want to do any ham and eggers this week? Um, or eggies or whatever. I don't. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I just. I figured in honor of of Mean Gene, we would at least crown him like a champ, like you said. Oh, he's definitely our uh, champion of the week. I'm going to go with fucking being sick (laughs) because the end of this show has been a struggle for me to even talk. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't breathe at all through my nose as I'm talking to you. And I know it's weird because I have a big ass nose holes, and you would think yeah, through minor, any situation, minor, minor wider breathing than yours, though. So, uh, do you have any that you want to mention? Um, honestly, I I don't. Um, well, okay, let's just end it there then. Until next time. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Sick bean.